Championship Bomb Edition of the Bottom Line Bombs on the Sports Game Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Also brought to you by Cut. K-U-T-T is a peer-to-peer social betting platform at U.S.-based available in 40 states. Head to cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com. Promo code SGPN for 10% deposit bonus. Also brought to you by the SGPN merch store. 50% off everything you use when you use playoffs for a promo code thing situation. And now that that was executed perfectly, let's go to this theme song. Okay, we are here, Bobman. For the bottom line, bombs. Welcome, welcome, welcome. To the show, I am your host, CJ Sullivan, the bet detective, the laddie daddy, and of course, man in the box. Yes, welcome. I hope that theme song played. I couldn't hear that through my headphones, but last time I did that, I doubled up, and then it didn't. Then I realized later that I didn't have to. That it was playing, just wasn't playing through my headphones. So let me see. Um, the board is playing. All right, that just came through. Skype's playing. I don't know what the hell is going on. I think we're good. You guys heard the theme song, right? Live listeners who are talking to me, including Juke72 says, LFG, let's go. See Generics. We are here for the NFC AFC Championship game. We got a good show. We're gonna I'll do both conference championship games, of course. Bombs for both of them. Bombs over both of them. And then um all right, thumbs up on that one. Perfect. And uh, a lot of props. They give a lot of special props. We hit a bunch of them last week. See if we can get double up, double up and get it. First live show, Japan. All right. Come on in. You get a bomb for that one, baby. You get a bomb. Ronnie Passing tells me it's working. Thank you. All right. Just want to make sure. Yeah, just make sure a theme song thing came through. Now I don't I don't care. I'll move past this. We're gonna move past a lot of it. Um Yeah, well, this is gonna be a good show. I'm uh like I said, we both games. Talk about the coaches up top right real quick with the Harbaugh news and the Doc Rivers news. That was funny. And, of course, a man in a box. Got a nice bo- a man in a box segment coming up about urgent care. As you know, I've been a little under the weather. Um, had a bug that I thought was gone. Went to Vegas. Apparently, doctors do not recommend a weekend in Las Vegas to help cure an illness. It does the opposite effect, apparently. And that's what happened to me. But we got some stuff taken care of yesterday. We're going to get through this. No problem. No problem because the lights are on. I'm like Iverson. Just give me the ball. I don't care what the injury is. Of course, his injuries are usually, um, you know, self-inflicted from uh, being a warrior on the court. Mine are self-inflicted just from lifestyle. But either way, we play through injuries here. At the bottom line, bombs in at SGPN. <clears throat> Big news yesterday before we get to the games. 
Uh, Jim Harbaugh coming to Los Angeles. The Chargers get Jim Harbaugh as the head coach. Uh, that was uh, inevitable. It seemed like perfect time to leave. <laughs> get your get your championship in Michigan and get the hell out of there before they before they give you sanctions up the ass, Pete Carroll style. So leave things the way you found it and burn it to the ground. Sorry, folks. Yeah, we don't do bullshit sanctions for videotape. Well, I guess we do for New England, but, you know. Cheating's a way of life. It, it, we can we, we can all cheat under the same budget in the NFL. Uh, I think he's going to fit in perfectly in Los Angeles. Not because he's like the celebrity Hollywood star. I mean, he is a star, obviously. He's Jim Harbaugh. But he's an asshole first, first and foremost. Don't forget about these Harbaugh's. They're all assholes. I'm not even saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's what they are. It's personality traits. Jim Harbaugh treats every single person he ever comes across with complete disdain. Sideline reporters, and in any announce, anybody, he just is completely dismissive towards them. And he says his bullshit, and they people let him get away with it because he's Jim Harbaugh. That's going to fit in perfectly in Los Angeles. He sees right through you. He's getting his glasses are getting bigger. Those Coke bottle glasses are getting bigger to make his eyes go right through you. They might have to. They might have to turn off some of that Midwest. But he knows how to turn off the Midwest. He's, see, that's the thing too. They're all frauds. That whole who's got it better than us? Nobody. The whole. Even that seems fake and a ripoff. They'll change that. That's not going to fly now. But the khaki pants. I what I welcome another slack wearing <laughs> miserable asshole to Los Angeles. There's not enough of us out here. Too many people are fake smiling, fake these people. That that's one thing about jerks in uh, LA. They'll smile on your face, but they'll read through it and you and they tell you they they don't hide it, really. See, Midwest, see the Midwestern jerks, they're jerks in Midwest, too. Don't let them fool you. Everyone's like, oh, they're so nice in Midwest. Yeah, they're nice in the Midwest, but they're nice to your face. They're very passive-aggressive. People call Minnesota nice, all the shit. It's, really, it's very behind-your-back passive-aggressive. L.A., they're not like that at all. They, they, they let you know right up front, what can you do for me? Nothing? Oh, then Goodbye. I will talk to someone else who can do something for me. Because that's all that all that matters to me is what are you worth to me? So Harbaugh will be great. <laughs> Hopefully Justin Herbert will finally have a fucking year that he's supposed to have. I keep draft I draft him every year in fantasy because I, I love Justin Herbert. I think he's amazing. And he does nothing. <laughs> He does absolutely nothing every I mean, he doesn't do nothing, but, you know, he doesn't do what he should be doing because of the idiot coaches he's had. But now, we'll see. Jim Harbaugh does win. He's just how much you can tell of an asshole Harbaugh is. I mean, he wins everywhere he goes. And he's always run out of town within four to five years. He doesn't last long. And it's not that he gets bored, wants to move on. He gets fucking ran out because they just can't tolerate him in the building. Stanford, San Diego State, can, uh, Niners. Niners, he almost haven't won the Super Bowl with Colin Kaepernick for crying out loud. 
It has nothing to do with Colin Kaepernick, uh, the polarizing figure. Call up Colin Kaepernick, the football player. Not that great. He had a great year when he first came in. He sparked it. Yeah, because Jim Harbaugh's off. It was amazing. And then he kind of drifted off. He was like more of a backup. I don't want to give Kaepernick any strays. He could still be a fine quarterback in the NFL today. If he would shape up, if he would ship up and salute my old glory hole. What? You know what I mean? I want to fuck the flag is what I'm trying to say. Old glory hole. Oh, whew. All right, we're getting through this. Um, next, the other, the other coach, you said, anyway, welcome Jim Harbaugh. Thank God he's in the Chargers. He'll be fun. He'll make that division fun. He'll make LA fun. Uh, Doc Rivers was hilarious coach. I know uh, basketball, I know this is a football conference championship game episode, but you know, I'm the, I'm, I'm, I'm the, I'm the man in the box. I like to I generalize. I go year round. I talk all sports, but that Doc Rivers hiring us, it was hilarious. The Milwaukee Bucks, second best record in the league at like 33 and 10 or whatever the hell they are. 15, I don't know. Fired Adrian Griffin, their coach, and hired Doc Rivers. What made it funny is, listen, you want to fire Adrian Griffin, whatever. He's a rookie coach. You shouldn't, you shouldn't put rookie coaches on good teams, first of all. It just never works. Rarely works. And he worked with Nick Nurse, but he had Kawhi Leonard. He was gifted Kawhi Leonard. He wasn't, the Raptors were not a good team until they got Kawhi Leonard. Adrian Griffin, but Nick Nurse is a good coach. But, you know, Adrian Griffin, Steve Nash, whatever. Um, you can go down the line. It, it, it doesn't work. You have to have a, a respected coach that's done something. Because then you're just letting the players run. It's like, all right, you just run at players. Anyway, so the players wanted Adrian Griffin fired. Whatever. But what's funny was Doc Rivers, the, the amazing thing is how Doc Rivers keeps getting these jobs. And as a Sixer fan, I love this hiring. I can't wait for the Sixers to be down three games to one to Milwaukee in the quarterfinals. And finally, Doc Rivers will get the Sixers past the second round of the playoffs by being up three to one on him and doing what he always does, choking plus. But he was a paid advisor for the Bucks. How fucking shady is that? That's what's hilarious to me. He was a he was a team advisor. That was a role. As he was an announcer on the uh, on ESPN, I'll get to that in a second. He was a paid advisor. Yeah, I got some advice for you, Milwaukee. How about this? All right, here's what I've been thinking. I know you were in second place right now. Pretty good. Uh, you know, you imagine that we'd be comfortable with that. We did not cover against the Pistons a couple times in a row. That's alarming. So here's my advice. Uh, fire that coach you just hired for, for a four-year contract, 40 days into his contract, and then hire me. How's that work? I could still be the uh, advisor, too, if you want. Hey, uh, this is Lenny Dykstra here at Nail, former world champion with the New York Mets and World Series of... <laughs> I didn't know Lenny was on the soundboard already. Does that sound good, though? Fire him, hire me. That's my advice. You do, I mean, you paid me to advise, right? Let's do it. And now Doc Rivers is finally on a team that they can't really fire him because he's the third coach they're still, Milwaukee Bucks are paying. They're still paying Budaheiser or whatever the hell his name was. 
the NBA champion coach are still paying him. And now they got to pay Griffin his four years. And now they got Mark fucking Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is just a guy everyone likes. The players like. He doesn't coach well, though. That's what's amazing about him. He's just got fun stories. He's got great stories. Everyone loves his fun. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. I'm so, I can't even do the Doc Rivers impression because my voice is already my throat. Ugh. Which is good because you know what? Jamie Foxx is the best Doc Rivers impression. So I wouldn't even want to do a Doc Rivers impression because I'd be knocking off Jamie Foxx's Doc Rivers impression. It's hilarious if you ever want to Google that. Can't blame Blake. Can't blame Blake. Can't blame the freak. Can't blame the Greek freak. Um. Anyway, so let's get to that. And anyway, <laughs> we did get to that. Let's get to that. <laughs> Let, let's get to that. You like that? You like that? <laughs> Let's get to that. Let's get to that. You like that. You like that. Do you have that? This would be a joke. Not even a joke I did. This bar I used to hang out with. It was like a local dive bar. And then these, and of course, on, every dive bar gets ruined on the weekends when uh, young people come in it. There's like these drunk girls and they're like, mm, this is good. Do you have that? What is that? Do you have that? What is that? It's a drink they are currently drinking. Do you have that? Yes, you have that in your hand. Do you have, what is that? Do you have that? I've, I've had it. I've had about enough of that. Do you have that? Whew, that's already annoying to me. All right, I, better get, I better get these ad reads. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Dude, let's see. What do I want to tell you first about? Do I want to tell you about prize picks? Sure, I'll tell you about prize picks. You guys love hearing about prize picks, especially when it comes from me. So I'm so good at telling you guys about prize picks. You know what I mean? It's the uh, it's like fancy football, but it's fancy sports made easy. You give out a higher, lower prize pick. You take out a couple players from each game, so. Even if you don't want to hammer it down, you can cross sport. You can pick, you pick, um, you know, like a Lamar Jackson higher than 66 and a half rushing yards with uh, Giannis higher than 34 and a half points because he better score points. Now you fired your f- coach after going 33 and fucking 10 or whatever the hell it is. They were dancing last night, those bucks, before the game. I mean, good God. They were just dancing on Adrian Griffin's grave. Show some respect. And then they won by you know, 15 and covered, so good for them. Anyway, go to Prize Picks. Uh, it's great. They have for a reboot policy so that your entries stay into play, even if one of your players gets injured for like football. Like, let's say you had Debo Samuel last week, and you had all his hires, and then he gets hurt in the first, first half. It gets replaced by like a Juwan Jennings or somebody like that who stepped up. Probably didn't need Debo's numbers. I'm not really sure how it works. But the point is, it is, uh, it is, I play it. I do great with it. I do great with it. I do great with it. We do great things together, me and prize picks. We watch the games together. He makes those nachos. I like prizepicks.com. Not that six chipper like they do at Blue Fountain. Whatever that controversy was. Anyway, go to prizepicks.com backslash SGPN. Use code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com backslash SGPN, code SGPN. 
Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Sports Made Easy. All right, and we are back. That was good. Yeah, apparently there's a nacho gate going on in Las Vegas. Fountain Blues, the new casino, took like 15 years in the making, and they've already had all kinds of controversy. The sports book apparently is, I mean, but you never know with these new casinos because all the bad words you hear about it comes from other casinos. So they leak out information because they want you, you know, they don't want people to talk. They want, they want people to go there. But one guy posted a picture, how he had to wait an hour for his nachos and like six chips came out. And then every other casino posted their nachos, like a plate of their nachos, like what they look like. Come to our place. We have nachos. Yeah, but you don't have supermodels. Not that that should matter. A hot take. Nachos are very overrated. The first couple are good, and then they're just a mess. And then, then, you're, then, you're just, then he's got a bunch of dry chips. I mean, nachos, you need to f- evenly distribute the cheese and everything. Usually just the top layer gets melted, then you just got a pile of chips underneath. Nachos are for children, ML says. It's, I kind of agree. It's too many hands grabbing in there, too. What other dish do we do that serve for the, you know, share for the table, but everyone's just grabbing in the middle like Hungry Hippo style? Get that shit out of here. Then you get the chicken or steak now. Someone wants to add the meat onto it. Well, then it's a race to get those four pieces of meat. Good luck. Good luck doing that. ML wants a shout-out. One-time player. Put shout-out you want. What you got a shout-out for you, ML? Welcome to the chat. Everyone gets a shout-out in my chat. It's completely democratic. It's how you grow. You shout-out me, I'll get you on the board. I should ask questions. Give me your hot takes on nachos. I don't want to talk nachos. <coughs> I should have a cough button. Especially when I'm ill. Let's get into, the, let's get into these AFC Champion games. First one will be AFC Championship game. Kansas City at Baltimore. Lines three and a half. Totals 44 and a half. Money line plus 172 on KC if you like that. Alternative line. KC minus three and a half plus 280. Not too bad. Um, This is a tough game. Very tough game. A lot of ways to look at it. I think it's going to be close. Baltimore can beat the living breaks out of them like they have all year. They've been beating good teams at home pretty badly. But I'm not too uh, – I wasn't too well convinced of last week's win versus Houston. The first half, they looked not great. Sure, it was a punt return. They gave up. But Lamar Jackson getting butchers couldn't handle it, and he was awful. Lamar Jackson in the playoffs is a thing. People like to dismiss it because he had a great second half and he ran the ball well and he should and he's great. He's Lamar Jackson. People forget real quick. Everyone's like, where are you Lamar haters now? Baltimore was a Lamar Jackson hater. The Baltimore fans were done with him. He was open for trade. Remember a bizarre thing in the offseason? When other teams just announced on Twitter, they all collectively on Twitter say they had no interest in going. In training for Lamar Jackson, it was like Carolina, Atlanta, Washington. We don't want him. 
We don't want Lamar. Just want everyone to know that we don't want Lamar Jackson. Oh, no, you don't? You don't want a two-time MVP at age 19 or whatever the hell he is? He's still so young. I think he's younger than Joe Burrow. <laughs> I forget, but it doesn't matter. Point is, he's awesome. Um, Imagine if Atlanta had Lamar Jackson. and for, What a perfect fit he'd be in that city, too, if you know what I mean. Um, point is, he is great, but he has had playoff struggles. But he's been young, too, so that's also, I mean, what he did last week, and then the second half, they adjusted to the blitz. He did make some great throws, but then he ran, and he ran well. So I do think he will do that again. His over his over rushing prop is 66 and a half, I believe. That's a lot. Because last year, I still think he gets 80. So we're going to go bomb that. Lamar Jackson. Over 66 and a half rushing yards. But i tell you what we're also going to do, which I like this one too, Lamar Jackson to throw an interception. I love quarterbacks throwing interceptions. I'm going to throw that out later after uh, the game props that break down. Um, I have also props for all the games. that They do the special props. But anyway, Lamar Jackson to throw an interception is plus 140. That's pretty heavy plus money. Now, he is two and three in his playoff career. He has five interceptions in five games. Also thrown five touchdowns. Five touchdowns, five interceptions, five games. His quarterback rating for the first four playoff games up until last week was 78, 63, 74, and 61. So in some of those games, he was big favorites. Like that one with Tennessee, obviously. So it's not nothing. You can't just dismiss nothing because he had a good second half versus Houston. Lamar in the playoffs is a thing. So just to throw one interception plus 140, I don't, I'm not fading Lamar, like complete fade. Oh, he's going to be a bust. But a, an interception is definitely worth a stab at plus 140. We'll bomb that. Uh, I like the under in this game. I like 44 and a half. Um, 44 and a half under, I think the weather will be, the weather won't be Buffalo bad. It'll be Baltimore bad, you know, a little fog, a little, little steamy, a little city steamy, a little private eye, a little the wire going on out there. It'll be a raucous crowd. They haven't hosted an AFC championship game since its inception, but both teams will run and they'll run the ball. Well, Baltimore actually gives up uh, a lot of ground yards. So does Kansas, Kansas City can run on too, but that's what they do. So Pacheco, who's been on, who's just a mat, he's just so weird. He runs like a cartoon character. Like I said last week, we're that little spaz animal in Jurassic Park where the, where the things come out, you know, and he, all four legs go side, they all go different five to side angles. His total is 66 and a half yards. So that's the third prop we're going to do. Wow. So we have the under 44 and a half, Pacheco and Lamar over 66 and a half yards rushing. Now what are we giving out so far? And in Lamar interception. That's four. One, two, three, four bets so far. That's a lot. Here's the fifth one I want to add to you. Lamar Jackson and Pacheco to both score a touchdown. Parlay that. That's three to one. That, I don't see how that doesn't happen, to be honest with you. I really don't. <laughs> Famous last words. So touchdown parlay, Pacheco and Lamar Jackson, three to one. Bomb. And I also have a ladder for you guys. And then I'll give you the game pick right at the end. 
The latter play, which I will also be giving out in the prop show later, this is part of the C block. I do the Picks Dundee college show after this, and then later tonight we'll do the prop show with Sean and Kramer. Um, Juke72 wants to know if I'm, if I'm making it out to Vegas for the Super Bowl. Yes, I am. I am going to the Vegas for the Super Bowl. I'll be there all week. I believe I come in Wednesday. SGPN will be out there, so I'll be doing a bunch of shows on SGPN, but I'm also... Now that you bring it up, Juke72, if you're in Vegas, anyone else, I will be at um, Wise Guys, the new Wise Guys with TJ Miller doing stand-up comedy Friday and Saturday night, possibly Thursday. So get your tickets to that to see me do stand-up, come meet meet and greet, and also be doing other shows with VSIN and um, the SGP Network and our Wynn Casino. So it's going to be a fun week in Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah. Ladder chatter. Laddie daddy. This is what I do. Um, should I whip out the ladder? Oh, man. Anyway. Tell you what. I'll, I'll, I'll save the ladder chatter. Well, this is, a, this is a case for the bet detective. I still got to get a bet detective theme song. I want to get something like the Fred Garvin male prostitute character that Dan Aykroyd did back in the 70s in Saturday Night Live. Fred Garvin male prostitute. Go, so I'm going to do that. CJ Sullivan, Bet Detective. Although it's hard to get a better name than Fred Garvin. That's a good one. Um, so the Bet Detective is on something here with this Marquez Vendez scantling. We all know his deal. He's a burner. He goes deep. He can get past anybody. He can't catch. He's like Featherstone or whatever the fuck his name is from uh, Necessary Roughness. He just couldn't catch the ball. So I think they watched Necessary Roughness, and they did this until last week. He could not not catch the ball. It was sticking to his hands, suspiciously sticking to his hands. Like he wasn't going out and making the catch. He was just waiting to it, just hit his hands, and then he'd just like cling it to his body. I think something was a foot. Like adhesives. There's always been rumors about the new receiver gloves, how sticky they are. And that's why you see a lot of one-handed catches now that you never saw before where they would catch it just at the tip. Odell Beckham, of course, was the most famous one. And then after the Beckham catch, other receivers were doing, you see catches like that as well. We're just putting our hand out and it's just sticking to their fingertips. And you watch when they catch those balls, they don't give them back to the refs. They get rid of him immediately, and so did Scanling. Scanling had a couple catches last week. We're like, whoa, when did he learn to catch? He didn't learn to catch. They slabbered him up with glue. He's got about four horses. <laughs> They're going to head over to Pimlico in Baltimore, catch a couple of those, couple of those losers that broke some legs, put them in a glue factory, and slobber them all over Marquez's gloves. And he's going to be make, catching some balls. So we can get in on his low number. His number is 15 and a half receiving yards. Hello. I know Rasheed Rice is the best receiver there, one he trusts. But watch. He made a couple catches last week. All, that's all Mahomes needs from you. A couple catches to trust. And he'll hit you. So we're going over 15 and a half receiving yards. No problem. And then if you want to climb the ladder... I skip a few rungs. 
45 and a half. He's at plus 250. 55 and a half, 370. Jesus. It goes all the way up. See generates. Listen to this Marquez Scandling ladder. 75 yards is over eight to one, eight to 11. These are on bet online numbers. 85 and a half, 1236, and 95 and a half yards is plus 1932. Come on. He could easily get 100 yards. He gets the deep threat. And now that he's got nothing but horse glue up and down the arms painted on him, you can't miss it. They might have to uh, drag him off to the sideline because the ball will be st- stuck to him. Enough to get the jaws of life to rip it off his hands, his Newman gloves, but I love I love what I saw there. I love how he caught that ball, it stuck to his gloves, and he went right to the sideline with the ball. Yeah, put this in the fucking put this in the chase and bring this back to Kansas City. Getting some ideas for the Bet Detective theme song. Grover says he likes Law and Order or the first part of LA Law. L.A. Law, I like. For, I like to. Law and Order. I'm a weird guy where I've never really watched Law and Order. And I know at this point, you have to actively avoid Law and Order. To not, I mean, I've seen it just because it's impossible. I know what it is. It's good. I'm not even saying it's good. And that, that music is pretty good. The boom, boom. But it's almost overdone. L.A. Law, which they're rebooting, I think. Did I hear that right? Are they rebooting L.A. Law? But growing up as a kid, I watched L.A. Law because my mom watched L.A. Law because she had the hots for Jimmy Smits. My, Jimmy Smits made my mom flood. <laughs> Down below. All right. I don't have to get too crude about my mom. We stop, stop talking about my mom like that, CJ. Uh, but she did. She would, uh, any, anyone that would get my mom hot, I would have to watch. Robert Redford. Tom Cruise. I saw all the fucking Redford like 80s movies, like Amer- Legal Eagles and shit like that, you know? You the bad ones we had to go see. Tom Cruise, I mean, we saw it all. Day of. Far and away. I don't think a boy should be watching Far and Away. Days of Thunder, all right, I can get behind that. She loves Keanu and Speed, like which woman didn't? Keanu was the man in speed. So then she like, you know, she that's when she discovered him. But I knew Keanu from like Bill and Ted's and shit. So I'm like, oh, you want you like Keanu, huh? Here, check this out. Cause she'd be like, oh, what else is he in? And then I show Bill and Ted's like, oh, I don't like this. This kid, this guy's a dope. He's a kid. Oh no, I want a man. Cocktail, of course. Says Grover. Cocktail, one of the greatest occupational movies of all time. Back in the 80s, occupational theme movies were a big thing. Roadhouse, the bouncer movie, you know, fucking air traffic control, just any dumb job would have a movie about it. Cocktail was the bartender, the the flair bartender, which is just nothing more annoying. I once did that as, as a set, just the entire poem that Cruz does there. The Alabama Slammer! The Diggling, the Singapore Sling, the Kamikaze. He's like up on the fucking bar doing this poem. You like poems? Yeah! He's doing a poem about all these drinks. Meanwhile, the bar's crowded 
And if that was in real life, they're like, hey, asshole, can you get down and make these fucking drinks? How about that? We're not here to see you do an Andrew Dice Clay routine with your mixology book. Why is there only two of you back there? There's a thousand people in this club. Stop flipping those flaming bottles to the shimmy shimmy shake and make me a, pour me a goddamn beer. Anyway. Um, Ronnie Pasco with a good idea. People's Court or the People's Court and Night Court themes are classic. That's the thing with Night Court and they're rebooting that too. Why are they rebooting all this shit? It was good to find out John Larroquette's alive, but always good. Always good to be a Larroquette fan. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> Grover says men at work made him want to be a trash man in LA. Who knows the things you could stumble into? Yeah, just occupational movies. They're fun. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, the. Kansas City-Baltimore game. I didn't even get my pick out yet. I give, I gave out the under, 44 and a half. I like that. I gave out Pacheco and Lamar over rushing 66 and a half yards. Pacheco and Lamar touchdown, 3-1 to one parlay. They both score a touchdown. And Lamarquez Van a scantling ladder. I like that a lot. 15 and a half is where you start your base. Get that nice and high, and then break down your units at however you want to do the ladder. Top it off at 1932. Get on a perch. Bird on a wire style. Mel Gibson. Goldie Hawn, speaking of 80s movies that I had to go see because my mom liked Mel Gibson. I wonder if she ever liked him when he found, she found out he's a racist. I don't know if she died before that or not. Eh, no one heard probably would like made her like it more. Anyway, it doesn't matter when it's Mel Gibson, you can say anything you want. Anyway, she would not add you. I'm not trying to be smudge my dead mom's name. Um, the game itself. So the game could be tight. I think it should be tight. All the metrics say Baltimore, but I'm not. I'm not buying into. Listen, what was a better win last week? Kansas City at Buffalo or Baltimore home versus Houston? Yes, Baltimore won pulling away oh, for sure. Kansas City also could have won by double digits. They let a lot of points on the board, and it is. You're also catching them at their peak because that was the best game they played all year. They haven't played like that at all, but. It, I don't know. This is something with Mahomes and Reed. And now I'm not even liking. I mean, I'm rooting for Baltimore. I want Baltimore to win. I want Lamar to win. Even Harbaugh. Even, he's the more likable Harbaugh, at least. But in Kansas City, they're like a fuck. They're just like a TV commercial. I think Drew Maggie wrote an article. They're an insurance commercial posing as a football team. But it's hard to go against Reed and Mahomes as an underdog. They have a great record as underdogs. So I'll take Kansas City plus three and a half, and I'll sprinkle. And why are we going to go money line? Plus 172, even an alt line, minus three and a half, plus 280. Listen, it can't be denied. The Taylor Swift angle cannot be denied. The NFL wants Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. Taylor Swift doesn't, and I'm not even saying the NFL rigs it for Taylor Swift. I'm saying Taylor Swift is bigger than the NFL. She's going to rig it towards the NFL to get her there. Her last trip isn't going to be to Baltimore. She's going to the goddamn Super Bowl. And she's taking Donna Kelsey with her. If you're looking at my thumbnail, that's my face as Donna Kelsey. 
with the mustache. That might be my next video this week because uh, that they got to strike while the iron's hot because they might lose, of course, to Baltimore. Uh, but I'm going to say Kansas City plus three and a half. That's my bomb. Sprinkle the money line in a little alt line. Why not? Uh, I think it should be a tight game. So just take the three and a half. Could even go overtime. Um. <laughs> well, why? All right. Well, let me let me go back to that. That that game that that game took a little longer than I thought to analyze because my NFC game is next. So I need a quick ad read, and I'll come back, and now we'll get into the NFC Championship game. All right. First, so let me tell you about Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform, the U.S. based, and available in forty states. It's player-to-player social betting in a new and better way to bet directly against you and your friends. Against you. Against your friends or other users and everything. Sports, pop culture, events, blah, 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 Oscars. You ever want to bet like on an Oscar? Like, hey, well, you're not going to get a good line on an Oscar or whatever, but you can bet on your friend with it. Or you like can't see like ballroom, you can bet on your friend. So this is fun. Cut offers low vig, customizable odds, so you can create your own bets. That's a fun thing. You can throw your own line out there, and someone else will take it against you. Cut handles the payment side of things, more importantly, so you don't have to chase your friends down for money. Nothing worse than that. Friend owes you money. He's out on Instagram posting pics at the, uh, you know, Lone Star Steakhouse. Whoa! Looks like someone's dining it up out there. Forgot about the $35 you owed me, but you can have you have time for the apps at Lone Star? All right. Okay. I see how you live your life. Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and has legal in 40 states. Head to cut.com. Cut, cut, cut. That's K-U-T-T.com and use promo code SGPN for a to- deposit bonus. Also, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Let me throw that up there. Hall of Fame Bets. You can win bigger and better by smarter with Hall of Fame Bets. Enter any parlay idea in the Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by the leg as well as expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot, which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Also brought to you by the merch store. Do I have a merch store thing? I don't think I do. Um, I'll, just, I'll go off the top on this one. Because everything off the merch store, off the merch store, everything you buy at the merch store till the end of the month is 15% off with the promo code playoffs. And we are competing each other. We're doing a competition, Sean and uh, Kramer, for all the shows here on SGPN. Who can get the most merch sales? So if you get a you know a bottom line bomb shirt, a man in a box, um, a bet detective, that's also what I have out there. Hey, you use promo code play fifty playoffs, get fifty percent off. Maybe I win. And if I don't, you know what? I, that's fine too. I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't like company sales contests. To be honest with you, I think it's uh, belittling. It's transparent, obvious. You'll set of steak knives. What are you fucking Alec Baldwin now? Third place is you're fired. If you don't buy, if you don't get me, you don't get me a man in a box shirt. Third place, you're fired. 
<laughs> uh, Ronnie Pasco once says he'd share some nachos with Donna Kelsey in Vegas. I'll tell you what. I, love, I bet that's an 80-20 ratio. You better, you better work fast, Ron, if you want to share some nachos with Donna Kelsey. She will mow them down. Good for her. You don't spit out a couple boys like that without having some nacho hips. Um, Grover the dog says, where's my $2? A little better off dead reference. Did that make you want to be a newspaper delivery boy? Um, but that's yeah, famous chasing down for money. Where's my two dollars? All right, let's see. Now let me um break down the NFC championship game, which will be the second game. That is Detroit and San Francisco. The line is seven and fifty one and a half. That is a high, high total. Well, I do think both teams will score. San Francisco should be able to score. Now, Brock Purdy had a bad game last week, and it was raining. Apparently, he has tiny hands, and it can't handle the rain. He doesn't know what to do. Gloves, one glove. I think that's a little overrated. I mean, maybe he, just, maybe he had a bad game. It happens. But people love shitting on Brock Purdy. They were all over Brock Purdy this week. Brock Purdy's in a tough situation. When he wins, he gets no credit. If he loses, he gets all the blame. That's pretty rare for quarterbacks. Like Josh Allen loses, but like, hey, he's Josh Allen. He's amazing. Purdy wins. He's fucking terrible. That was awful. Ryan Clark this week on ESPN. He had a segment. He had a, on Monday, he goes, the hardest thing he had to do this year, this year in life was to act like Brock Purdy was an MVP candidate and as good as Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and blah, blah, blah. That was the hardest thing he had to do in life this year. Okay, Ryan Clark. <laughs> Take it easy with the drama. What I love about that comment, and I don't mind Ryan Clark, whatever. I don't mind any of those people on ESPN because it's not their fault. It's ESPN. It's the machine. Tom Brady famously once said, and he's right, ESPN did to sports what MTV did to music. It destroyed it. When you have nonstop 24-hour programming of debate and commentary and takes, and that's what they've done with it, it's now complete entertainment. There's no journalism whatsoever. You have to stand out. You have to make takes, and you become the news. Like Stephen A. Smith, he's the biggest figure there for a reason. He makes loud takes. Does he believe in them? No. No, he does not. He admits to it. Before, you, you, you see it's on the track line. Ryan Clark admitted that statement right there. The hardest thing he had to do was to say he Purdy belonged there with those other guys, meaning he said it. There's tape of him saying it all year. He's like, he's elite. Purdy's one of the elite quarterbacks. He's doing it. He's an MVP candidate. And now he tells you he was lying. <laughs> That's what's amazing to me. They openly admit that they lie because they have to. To fill content and to get fucking takes and to get people, you know, you know, to get a reaction. And that's all it is, is getting reactions. And like I said, I don't even blame Ryan Clark or any of these people. It's the machine that is ESPN. But I, that's what I love. They go to Purdy. What do you think about Ryan Clark? And that's exactly what they want you to think. 
Remember when Stephen A. Smith had he had Max Kellerman fired? It wasn't because Max Kellerman wasn't good or smart. It's because he didn't get it. He didn't get the game that you need to make takes, and it doesn't matter if your opinion has facts based on it. Your opinion just has to be loud and convincing. The happiest Stephen A. Smith was with Max Kellerman is when Max Kellerman said Tom Brady uh, is falling off the cliff. Like five years in a row, he would say it, and then Tom Brady just kept winning Super Bowls. And then the Patriots would use that as motivation to put out funny videos, and Stephen A. Smith loved it. because Why? Because it got attention towards the show, which meant more ratings. And they love talking about ratings. Oh, my God, over there. Now I'm going on an ESPN rant, but Jesus Christ. I love when they, I love this ridiculous debate battle between first take and what's the fucking Skip Bayless show? Speak your mind, whatever the hell it is. It's the same, it's the same bullshit, but it's on Fox Sports. So everyone watches ESPN. We're number one through you. Our numbers, number one on what? Weekday mornings between nine and 11. Cool. Who, who, who else are you beating? Judge Mathis? Like, I, don't understand, I don't understand what the competition is. Anyway, no hate on that. Whatever. I really don't care. It's performance art. I, what, I, what I've always found odd is how Stephen A gets a pass as a performance artist, but Skip Bayless does not. We just generally universally hate Skip Bayless, even though it's the same exact thing. He taught Stephen A. They were it's like it's his mentor, but whatever. Anyway. Let's talk about Ryan. <laughs> the Brock Purdy stuff. So now everyone hates Brock Purdy. What are his props? This I would like to, this I would like to give out. Because Brock Purdy, now Detroit's defense, not good. Both playoff games, they've given up more than 400 yards. Granted, I think the Rams were a loaded weapon coming in there. And I still don't know how to beat the Rams that game. Tampa Bay, they did what they can. Dan Campbell's changing the culture, the whole blah, blah, blah. And by the way, Dan Campbell, you're going to see how you got to get it done now because you're going to find out what culture you change once your coordinators leave next year. Ask Philadelphia about that. Anyway, um, let's see what Brock Purdy's other. That being said, I think Brock Purdy's a fine quarterback. People can't get past him being Mr. Irrelevant. Now I know this is a bad comparison, but Tom Brady's a six rounder. Not saying Brock Purdy's Tom Brady. What I'm saying is when it comes to quarterbacks, these teams don't fucking know. They don't know anything. Lamar Jackson, the Ravens passed on Lamar Jackson in that draft. He was their second pick. Now, granted, they traded up to get him, but it was still at the last pick of the first round. Brock Purdy was the last pick in the draft. Trey Lance was the third. Same team overall, third overall. Trey Lance isn't going to sniff a field, it looks like. And Brock Purdy going to Super Bowl. But he's just a game manager. Whatever. He throws the fucking ball. I'm not the biggest Brock Purdy fan, but like, he does deserve some goddamn credit for crying out loud. Here's a fun fact I don't like to tell you. He has, he has more. He has less yak yards, yards after catch from his receivers than the last three MVPs, Aaron Rodgers twice and Mahomes. But no one talks about how they have amazing talent around them or whatever you want to say. All right, let me see what this prop is for a Purdy. Real quick, like, 
Something I probably should have queued up before the show. Okay. Um, because this Detroit defense, especially the secondary, Purdy's at 276. That's high. I think he's throwing well over 300 yards. So we're going to bomb Purdy. 300. Over 276. Touchdowns is one and a half. I don't know if I like that. I mean, he can throw two or three. Pardon me. Here's the thing about the one more, and, I, and I'll stop talking about this ESPN online thing. It's just hilarious to me that he would say that that, that was the hardest thing to do was act like Purdy was good. Now I'll justify because it's back. Just admitting your line. Emmanuel Acco did that the other day for Fox Sports. We he posted a fake video on TikTok about or clip about Caleb Williams saying he was gonna sit out if the Bears don't trade a number one pick because he didn't want to go play with the Bears. It was completely fake. Fake news story. The definition of a fake news story. And Akbo does a TikTok with it. Akbo. Akko? What's his name? And he gets called out for it. Like, yeah, you know, this is fake. Manuel Akko. And, he's, and he doubles down and goes, it doesn't matter. It was on TikTok. It's not a serious thing. I talked about my pimple. He acts like, you know. And then he tweeted... In the event it was fake, I posted the least serious website because no lives are being lost based on that post. No lives are being lost based on that post. That's great. That's great journalism. <laughs> then he goes, either way, real or fake, the video would garner traction, which would increase followers. More followers equals larger brand deals. Understand? Yeah. He, he later deleted that tweet. Uh, yeah, no, we understand. You guys are all frauds. You don't care about your audience or any kind of integrity at all. We get it. It's all about clout. And I get it. Sports is not serious, but I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. Anyway, back to my jokes and bits <laughs> for picks. I'm also not giving you serious journalism, but it, it's, it's amazing how it's just amazing when they tell you who they are and people don't care. That's what's always amazing to me. Like, like, that's the way, like, I guess it's a style now. Blame Trump. I don't know. Trump just <laughs> admits everything. Like, all right, and then let's move on. There'll be something else. Anyway. So Purdy's going to have a big game. 51 and a half. We'll probably... I think that, I mean, the Niners had their scare last week. That's as vulnerable as they could they're going to get. I blame LaFleur and the Packers for not beating them. He got too conservative. Doing quarterback sneaks from fourth and go, fourth and one. What are you doing? I mean, whatever. That was the game to beat the Niners. Now, Detroit, on the other hand, they're coming in with house money. They will be loose. That's why I do like the over 51 and a half. We'll bomb that. And I think they will be able to run the ball in San Francisco. I like Gibbs and Montgomery. Now, Brandon Ayuk and Juwan Jennings, I also like that. So what are their props? Ayuk, I believe, is... Let me see if I have that written down somewhere. How do I not have that written down? I think he's like 74 and a half. Let me... Or I can just check right now. Brandon Ayuk receiving yards. 
See, especially if, I mean, obviously the big news is will Debo Samuel play? San Fran's weird. If they don't have one of their stars, they completely fall apart. McCaffrey, Debo, even Ayuk. Um, oh, it's 83 and a half. I still like it. Number one receivers absolutely eat against these teams. Now, if Debo plays, it changes things a bit. I don't know if he will. His injury looks serious. He's also named Debo after the character from Friday, so I would not put it past him, nor would I say that anything to his face. The man's named Debo. But we'll go with Brandon Ayuk over 83 and a half receiving yards. That should bomb. And then um, I like Jameer Gibbs over 23 and a half receiving as well. That one I really like. I think the running backs are going to have a good game for Detroit. Amron will do his thing. So we'll go over 51 and a half. And if I was to take a side, everyone likes San Fran. The thing I don't like about San Fran is everyone likes him to just explode and bomb and bomb Detroit, which they could. This could be a blowout. But I think Detroit came too far. Uh, Jared Goff, tell you what I do like. Speaking of interceptions, we, we stabbed money at Lamar. Jared Goff, minus 152 to throw an interception. You got to lay a little juice, but that's happening. That's a play that will happen. Jared Goff will throw an interception outdoors, under pressure. The weather's supposed to be nice. He usually does bad and bad weather, but this will happen. Minus 152, bomb the hell out of Goff. Even Brock Purdy. Purdy should have two drop pick sixes last week. Anyway. Um, so I'm going to take over 51 and a half. My mind wants, my heart wants Detroit to stay within seven. But my mind is saying, if you were going to get San Fran, it was last week. And now they're going to be upset. And they're going to be thinking Purdy's going to, they're just going to do whatever they want. I'm going to see Trent's defense. And they're going to be overmatched. So I see this as like a 38-20 kind of game. So over and San Fran minus a seven. Unfortunately, because I don't even want to see a San Fran KC uh, Super Bowl, to be honest with you. That rematch, but I think that's inevitable. Grover says, get that BLB shirt and get on a plane. Say a few keywords. <laughs> like that comment. Ronnie Pasco says, did the line come down to the Niners game? That line's been moving. Uh, both lines, actually. The KC line, I saw it go up to four and back down to three and a half. Uh, I'm currently looking at bet online right now, and it's saying seven. Uh, it's juiced minus 120 for the 49ers, so that means the next move is going to be seven and a half. Now, if it goes to seven and a half, lines seem definitely more interesting. That's for sure. Um, I hope they can stay within the number, but like I said, I, I mean, I might even look up at some alt lines for this one. Let me look at an alt line, actually. I can, I, I'm saying like I might, like it's not right in front of me. Minus 14 and a half is plus 230. Detroit on the road can look bad. Destroyed in Baltimore. Destroyed in Chicago. They, they play well. And they, they, um, they play well at home in the dome. Anyway, I'll be rooting for the Lions, but I'm picking the Niners. Little emotional hedge. All right, let's see. Where are we at here now? Then I wanted to do some prop 
Bet some. All right, let me let me go to, before I get to the man in the box. Let me get to some general props for the edit, uh, divisional round specials. JC from KC, what's up, C Generates? Always oh, coming in a bit late. JC, I'll recap for you, but KC plus three and a half is a play. I like your Chiefs. Anyway, uh, last week I gave out will a tight end score in every game at plus six fifty. That hit easily. They all score in the first half. A tight end in each game. Not in each team, in each game. There was four games. That, that money won so easily. And I gave out so many clients, so many C-generates hit it, that they took it off the board. They won't even give it out. These cowards. So let's see if we can find some other uh, fun ones to do. Each team to score a touchdown and a field goal. I, I hit that last week. That was 7-1. to one, Four games. It's not as easy as you think. This week, it's plus 125 because there's only two games. I think that'll hit. First of all, you know it's hitting in the Baltimore game. They have the two best kickers. They're going to get the field goals. San Fran game, those kicker situations a bit murky. So at plus 125, I don't recommend that. This one I do. Each team scores a rushing touchdown, plus 350. Baltimore and KC, lock that up. They're scoring a rushing touchdown. Either Lamar, I already gave out Lamar and Pacheco as an anytime touchdown parlay. And they're, they're both running the ball great. San Fran, McCaffrey is getting a touchdown. That's what he does. So it really just comes down, will Detroit get a rushing touchdown? And I believe they will. With Dave Montgomery or Gibbs, of course. But when they get down there, Campbell, Campbell's a knee biter. He's going to, he, you know, he, he doesn't want golf to fuck up down there like he almost did that first drive last week. And they will rush a touchdown in. So plus 350, each team getting a rushing touchdown. I like that. Here's a fun one. Will a non quarterback throw a touchdown? 20 to 1. Probably not an advisable bet, but a 20 to 1 worth a sprinkle. McCaffrey can throw the ball. And Kansas City, when they get in the goal line, Andy Reid does his ring around the rosy bullshit. You never know what he's going to dial up. So I can see that happen. 20 to 1, I'll, I'll go ahead and say that. I have Ayuk for most receiving yards, plus 350. That's chalky. Uh, here's one I like. Jawan Jennings, most fantasy football points for the weekend as receiver. 15 to 1. Now, he, might, he won't get as much yards as Ayuk, but he can get a touchdown or two. And he will have a high-volume game if Debo Samuel doesn't play. So 15 to 1, I like that. Let me bomb that. And a couple Detroit Lion running backs. Jameer Gibbs, most rushing yards, plus 850. Now, what I'm saying most rushing yards is out of the four teams for the weekend. Here's another one. Gibbs and Montgomery combined rushing and receiving yards versus McCaffrey. That's a minus 110 bet either way. I like Gibbs and Montgomery. Now, McCaffrey's great. He's amazing. We all know that. But Detroit actually does have a good rush defense. They shut down the run. They can't do anything against the pass, but they do shut down the run. I see McCaffrey hitting like about 60 rushing yards, 60 receiving yards. I mean, he's going to get his. He's McCaffrey. But Gibbs and Montgomery combined, and you can run, especially wide on San Francisco. Like when Aaron Jones broke that run to the, to the, the perimeter, I think Gibbs will be able to do the same thing. <laughs> oh, man, this golf's getting bad. I got to go. One last one. Now, this depends if he plays or not. 
But Zach Ertz <coughs> just signed with the Detroit Lions. How is this possible? How are you allowed to sign with a team the week before the NFC Championship game? Talk about ring chasing. Why don't you just wait to the second half of the Super Bowl? Sign with them. Zach Ertz, of course, already has a Super Bowl. Will he get a catch is plus 145. Now, Dan Campbell's a tight end. He likes old tight ends. He likes Zach Ertz. So if he plays, he gets out there. He'll be out there, and he'll, they'll throw him the ball. So I, why not sprinkle? It, it all depends if he plays. If he plays, he's getting a catch. So he doesn't get a touchdown. He doesn't get anything. Just gets, has to get one catch. Zach Ertz, plus 145, reception, bomb it. All right, that's going to do it for all the props and whatnots. Um, now let's get into the box. First of all, I want to thank everyone for joining me live here on the YouTube chat. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button, like it. Just don't just sit there and listen to all these hilarious bits and picks, especially all the picks I gave you. My God, we gave out the over. In the San Fran-Detroit game, we gave San Fran minus seven. We gave out KC plus three and a half and a sprinkle on the money line and under 44 and a half. And just a ton, a ton of props that I won't go over. But I will reiterate them on the prop show tonight with Sean, Sean and Kramer. Don't forget the picks Dundee college week bombs down under right after this part of the C block. Uh, make sure you subscribe. To the Bottom Line Bombs podcast with CJ Sullivan, its own feed. If you're listening on the NFL feed or the SGP main feed, I appreciate it. But make sure you subscribe to the personal one, the Bottom Line Bombs with CJ Sullivan, so you can keep up with me all year round. Um, other than that, follow me on Instagram, CJ Sullivan was taken. Twitter, CJ Sullivan underscore. Uh, Super Bowl week, I will be in Las Vegas all week long doing shows at Wise Guys Comedy Club with TJ Miller. Doing shows with SGP, the whole thing. Uh, if you're in LA Saturday night, especially on the West Side, I'll be doing the West Side Comedy Theater at eight o'clock Saturday night. That should be a fun show in Santa Monica. Hit the promenade, maybe. Do some touristy shit for about a thousand dollars. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's all the pluggings I need to do. Now let's get to the box. Um, like I said, she generates. Ooh, we got a long show. That's what I do now. I've been under the box. Under the weather, a little bit. I had this cough, I had this phlegm, phlegm thing. It's been gross. Been with me for a while. Then I was just about gone, and I did what all doctors recommend. I went to Las Vegas for a weekend, and it came back with a force. What happens in Vegas grows in Vegas and gets worse in Vegas. It stays with you. When you leave Vegas... Yeah, they won't talk. They won't talk about the whores, I guess. But uh, as Norm Macdonald famously said, but uh, everything your will to live that'll that that'll that'll stay in Vegas too. That's what they mean. Anyway, and then I I was coughing so much I think I cracked a rib, where it really pained me. Still does a little bit, but not as bad as it was before. I couldn't lie down. Like I had to sleep sitting upright in a chair. Like, you know how you can't sleep in a plane? That was, that was me in a chair having to sleep like a fucking horse or something or a clockwork orange just staring at it. I had a TV off because I didn't want to just watch TV on a 
but take an ambient anything, but just sitting upright, strapped, because I, it hurt to lie on either side or back or anything. So what I do yesterday, I finally did. I bucked up, unlike me, and I'm a. I'm not a great patient. I always thought I was a good patient. My wife, ex-wife now, told, used to tell me I'm not a good patient, and I would say, no, I am. No, trust me, I am. She's like, no, no, you're not. And then uh, now that I was, this is the first time I was sick by myself, I realized, yeah, she, probably, she was probably right. So I'm just moaning and screaming, just, just screaming and moaning and coughing. Going, oh God! And then uh, I re- and I like I hear myself now. Now that there's no one in my my domicile, now it's just me alone in a box. Uh, I just hear me. I'm like, yeah, all right. I, I can see why that's annoying. All right, she had she had a good point. Anyway, so I went to urgent care because I don't know where I don't I don't have a doctor. This isn't the 50s. Or a suburb. It's L.A. I don't know where. To, I don't know where to go. If anything bad happens, I don't know what to do. It's not a real fucking world. It's a gross city. There's no friendly doctor down the street that you go to. That's not a thing. So I go to urgent care, which is a bus station for fucking doctors for patients. I go in there, and their doctor, the doctors at urgent care, are like the public defenders of doctors. He comes in. He's like, okay, what's the problem? I tell him the problem. What do you got? So what is it? Uh, it's, uh, like I had to tell him. Sinus? No, it's not sinus. It's a bronchial thing. I've had this before. Okay, okay. That makes sense. I'll, I'll check that. That's on my list. I got, hey, look at that. It's on my clipboard here. That's one thing I can check off. Bronchial. Bronchitis. It's not bronchitis, but it's something like that. First of all, he came in. He had these, like, antlers on. Like, these, like, uh... You know those bobbly spring antlers? Like, 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 let's say it's Christmas and you have like reindeer fucking antlers bobbing back and forth or Valentine's Day and there's a couple hearts, you know, going like this, bouncing forward and backward. He had these things on, but they were just vague, like purple balls. It wasn't holiday related. It was just a fucking, like, what, what, would you watch Patch Adams before this? You think that, first of all, that's not true. Comedy doesn't, comedy does not cure illness. It's not the best medicine. Medicine is the best medicine. And even if that was, that's not funny. I'm not a child. Get those fucking things off. Then he he did give me a cortisone shot for the for the pain. It didn't really do much. He subscribes to ibuprofen for ibuprofen. What? I had a stronger ibuprofen. Who gives? I have. What do you th- don't think I have ibuprofen at home? I can get ibuprofen. Oh, but they're 600 milligrams. So I just take three 200 milligram pills. I mean, what the? No. Try better, doc. I didn't sit out there for fucking two hours. He'll throw it out there. What are you going to do? What, what do you do about your weight? What do you do about your weight, doc? I've been waiting two hours. That's the thing. If you're overweight, that's all doctors just refer, refer to. No matter what symptoms you have. I have an earache. Yeah, hey, you probably lose a few pounds. Yeah, I know I can, Doc. What's that have to do with my ear? Well, if you lose weight, your, uh, your, your ear holes will lighten up. Okay. Go fuck yourself. Uh, so he, then again, I, I'm like, 
I'm just suggesting him things. All right, that sounds good. And albuterol, sure, I'll toss that in there. You like it, huh? I don't like it, but I've heard it works. Worked for me before. Everything's shady there, says Urgent Cares. When I asked, then I asked the nurse who gave me the shot and the keister, how long does this how long does this take to kick in? It's like twenty minutes afterwards. Because oh, it should be right away. You don't you don't feel it? No, I don't feel it. Or thirty minutes. You know what? Probably thirty minutes. But you're free to leave. Get out of here. They just want you. Just get out of here. What did I say? Now? No, I I, I meant uh, I meant uh, something completely different that you'd be satisfied with. That's what I meant to say. Urgent care. Good God. Then they had the balls ask me for a survey. You want you, you want a survey? Dr. Fucking Purplehead Bobble Antler. Patch fucking Patch Adams. He's a kind of doc doc. Listen, I got a whole thing with doctors anyway, and their God complexes and whatnot. But the new breed of doctors that got into medicine, not just to have sex with women, but to, to be funny. Because Patch Adams inspired them. They might be even worse than the other dickhead doctors. Do all, all, doc all doctors are just expensive guitar lessons. They just want to... <laughs> they just want to impress women. And, and save lives. And this guy wants to do I Got Your Nose Routine. Anyway. That's going to do it for today's Man in the Box. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining. Of course, Ronnie Pasco. So he wants Bet Detective investigate the Vegas Nacho Gate. I might have to do that. It's casino by casino. Um, other than that, I do not have Royal Rumble Productions ML. But thank you, everyone, for joining the show. I already gave you all the plugs, and so now I can just wrap it up. Uh, C Block is next. Come on over and listen to me and the Picks Dundee do bombs down under for the weekend for college basketball. I, I hit Air Force outright. They destroyed. Destroyed. Oh, was it San Diego State? I forget who it was. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, yeah, but like 30, 40. Anyways, we got set up. And then tonight at six o'clock Pacific, live, I'll be doing the prop show. I'll give out my ladders with Sean and Kramer. It's gonna be great. Uh, other than that, enjoy the games. Enjoy the game. Why do I do that? Why does anyone do that on the ESPN? Like Mike Greenberg and these guys on football. For enjoy the games, everyone. Thanks. Thanks for telling me to enjoy the games. I probably wouldn't have if you didn't tell me that. I, I, thanks for giving me permission. If you have anything to do with it. I'm such a happy guy. I love you, C. Generous. See you on Monday. <laughs>